You make me laugh, you know that? I can't imagine what goes through that sick fucking mind of yours. Sometimes I actually think you believe you're the king himself, you know that? What is it with those sideburns, anyway? I mean, I, I glued mine on for the job. For you, it's an actual lifestyle choice, for crazy sake. Shut up. I'm serious, man. Shut up. It's fucking sad, man. Nevertheless, I do know the golden rule. And what's that, sweetheart? Fuck the gold. He who has a nickel plating makes the rules. Hey everybody, I'm Joel Murphy. And I'm Andy McIntyre. And this is Silver Linings Playback, the podcast where we watch maligned movies and we find their silver linings. And we are wrapping up our February look at uh, movies starring the king with movies uh, starring a bunch of people pretending to be the king. Uh, 3,000 Miles to Graceland is the movie, and here to help us talk about it is Los Angeles' favorite Elvis, James Cruck. How's it doing, James? Hey, hey, great. Uh, thanks so much for having me on the show. It's very exciting. You're our first Elvis on the show, so very right. excited. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, yeah, I, I just, I love that Elvis impersonator is a career that, like, people don't ask a lot of, like, there's not a lot of follow-ups. Like, if you were to say, like, oh, I'm, I'm like, if you were to say, like, oh, I'm a Bing Crosby impersonator, they'd be like, what? what? <laughs> but if you say you're an Elvis impersonator, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a reasonable career for someone. Right. They kind of, like, back away, though. <laughs> how how long have you been Elvis impersonating? I've been Elvis impersonating uh since about 2009. Nice. Uh yeah. That's a while, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that was only 2 years ago, I think. That's right. <laughs> yeah, time has lost all meaning. So <laughs> That's right. In 2023, that's What, what kind of like what do you get you so you said you're Los Angeles based. Uh like what what does someone hire you for? Like, what are your primary? For the most part, uh, usually some form of party, birthday party, probably for grandma, because Elvis fans are, let's say, 65 and up. Uh, <laughs> although they're making more. I did an 11 year old party yesterday, so, uh, which is cool. Um, but usually anniversaries, wedding renewals, uh, with the movie coming out, I have had a resurgence of kind of younger weddings, uh, things like that. Uh, the other tier, I have a band, uh, so I'm also hustling to get, you know, jobs in casinos, fairgrounds, and city right. parks, and things like that. Um, but that's what that's what I do predominantly. You know, private parties and corporate events, and then the things with the band. And is it mostly singing? Like, is there banter? Like... Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, corporate things are often I'll do two or three songs to highlight maybe a shift from dinner to entertainment or dinner to gambling or dinner to a raffle. Uh, so I'll be there for a couple hours just taking pictures and talking to people. But during my show, I'll, I'll tell short stories about Elvis and about the song. Uh, I don't kind of be Elvis while I'm like in between songs. Like I do the song, I'm dancing and singing like Elvis, but I think what's interesting is also to hear, you know, oh, you know, Elvis actually played bass on this song. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so 
you know, I tell little tales like that. I, I watch live recordings to tell the jokes he told. Right. And they used to surprisingly go over really well. (laughs) Are there method Elvis guys? Like, have you met guys that that are Elvis the whole time? (laughs) There actually are. They're actually, and, and, and some of the more famous guys never turn it off. Uh, but, and certainly on stage, there are guys who have watched the video and mimic every little move. That to me is just too much. I don't have the patience. <laughs> I, I, you know, because I, 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 I'm also a musician, you know, believe it or not. So I come at it with also, I like to keep it fresh. And, you know, Elvis didn't do the same show every time. And I'm not Elvis. So I'm going to do my version of tribute to be entertaining. Do you ever, like, because one of the things that we've been talking about this month, like, as we've been talking to the movies, is sometimes we'll end up pitching like more modern songs that like if Elvis had been like, do you ever do that? Like a spin on something new or you just stick to it's yeah, I have to disastrous results. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I did a show at the cave, which is in big bear and it, it's a pretty big tribute band place. And we had probably five or six modern songs that kind of fit the Elvis thing and, and my show was called Not Elvis but I didn't notice that there was diehard Elvis fans you know 70 plus and probably 20 or 30 of them walked out while we're doing Lonely Boy by the Black Keys and all <laughs> all the young people are just dancing like crazy in the like think because they're like yeah i didn't expect that at grandma's show (laughs) but you know it 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 was kind of like you know yes i think it would work but probably i needed a better situation (laughs) try it uh yeah i mean and and i do a one or two uh non-elvis we do crazy little thing called love by queen in our song uh our sets and that goes that's, over that's really basically well. an elvis song yeah. it really is and, and, and freddie mercury really kind of wrote it as an homage to elvis and he wears the black leather in the video so you know he he definitely was i mean that definitely has that rockabilly yeah so it works and... it totally works people will love it you know all right so well i figured I... it out I would love to spend this whole episode talking to oh, you sorry, about beating it No, no, no. I, we did it, and I, I'm saying that I've been doing it because I don't want to talk about this movie. So, right. <laughs> But I feel like we should uh, get on track. But I think a yeah. good maybe segue would be to, to ask, too, because the big setting for this is a Vegas Elvis convention. So I'm just curious, is that something that you've been a part of when you watched the movie? Did you recognize that? Did that seem? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they touched it. And I wish that kind of I wanted more. I wanted to because they actually I can't remember the year, but there are guys, I think it's 2004. So it was a while ago, right? 2009. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, it was a while. So there are guys and, and only a few of them are still doing it but i recognize them but yeah i wish i've done contests in vegas and they're they're bizarre uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean and, and if you go into it thinking like that's all i want to soak in is how bizarre this whole thing's gonna be because it's true i mean doing what i do is definitely strange <laughs> uh, <laughs> um so the movie, yeah, touched on some of that. I wish they had kind of been able to 
do a little more. Maybe have have had the the guys have to penetrate that world a little more and like have actually show Kurt Russell sing because he can, you know, have him, you know, incorporate that. They did at the end with him kind of lip syncing, but he could have sang in the contest. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I had that too. Like, I, I'm really glad you mentioned that because watching it and I think the reason that Andy and I wanted to do this episode and what seemed fun about it was this idea. You got Kurt, it's a great cast. You got Kurt Russell, Kevin Costner, yeah. like they're all going to be Elvis. And yeah, I, I was thinking more Ocean's Eleven. They're, they're really got to blend in and be yeah. Elvis at this convention for longer. And it's yeah. 20, think- 30 minutes in. They're done with. Yeah, the Elvis part is over. And I think that's where the movie falls apart. I agree. It it starts getting ultra-violent, and and, uh, there are good things that we'll get into that happen. But, yeah, I think if they – and that's precisely what I was thinking, too. Ocean's Eleven, as we see them, you know, even – practicing you know come on but you know kevin costner getting all mad at him just you know it's like come on man they almost didn't move his damn legs like that you know or whatever just aligning them in the mirror doing the lift curl just to make sure that everything yeah why not i mean go like make it like embrace the camp yeah i think would have been because because it's very much that And I I knew we were in trouble and I, yeah, it kind of bummed me out when, again, they do the robbery and then I'm watching them and they're walking and all the security guards are following them. And I was so sure, okay, well, now they're going to blend into the crowd of Elvis. That was the whole point of dressing like Elvis is you're going to get lost in the crowd and it's just a shootout. And I, right. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what are we doing? (laughs) And that could have, that's part of the genius of it. You know, we, he joked at contests, you know, oh, you know, we, we all put on because there's certain popular jumpsuits guys have. You know, if you all wear the same one, <laughs> you could wreak havoc on the security. <laughs> it's like, oh, the guy dressed like Elvis is, <laughs> you know, which one? Right. <laughs> what, how many Elvis uh, now outfits do you have? Like, how many different? Uh, I, I don't have that. I have about uh, five good jumpsuits. And then a couple of like two piece more, uh, I don't know what you want, meet and greet style <laughs> things. Yeah. Uh, well, someone's going to want to know to what five are they five like specific? Yeah, and they all because they <laughs> I was I researched while I was watching. I thought maybe you'd ask if the the guys in the movie had jump you know actual jumpsuits and they do all have names. Uh, but yeah, I have a fringe. Um, I have a black phoenix. I have a black dragon. I have uh, Aloha, which <laughs> is <laughs> the Aloha Eagle, and the American Eagle. <laughs> All right. Well, and now since you brought it up too, because I'm pretty sure Costner's wearing like the comeback special jumpsuit, well, right? No, because well, it's not the black leather. It's oh, like no. the black bedazzle. This is actually not. Elvis didn't have that one. Oh, this it's not even a he, real one. Yeah. It's a, he had it in white. Okay. It's called the King of Spades or the Ace of Spades based on and and it is actually I think they're all made by the same company which is called B&K jumpsuits and they made Elvis's actual jumpsuits you can actually buy. That's cool. Um, yeah, so they <laughs> definitely cool. went and got the real deal. Uh and but I think it just works better in black that that suit. But I don't think Elvis actually had a black 
I checked. <laughs> I, well, I think I that's what it was. I, I think, yeah, the comeback special was the only time because it was the leathers that I can think right. of him wearing black. Right. But, but I mean, he had some black jumpsuits, but just not that exactly. Yeah. But it's such a cool that's a cool looking jumpsuit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. All right. And so what, what's Kurt Russell got? The red then? That's... Kurt, well, Kurt had a white, I think they call it the crystal flower, but Elvis has had a different, It has. Kurt had a blue crystal and Elvis, I think, was actually red. Uh, so they kind of took the, <laughs> made, put a crystal instead of a turquoise because there was a turquoise version. Anyway, so I think turquoise flower or crystal flower. <laughs> <laughs> uh the the red one is called the burning love i can't i think arquette that or, was arquette uh, yeah or uh christian slater maybe one of the yeah the the guy i can't remember uh, his name bokeem woodbine had yeah. the yellow and black one yeah, yeah. that's called the cisco kid <laughs> <laughs> and i think it's one of the uglier jumps it's kind it's got this leather triangle and he had like four or five colors different colored version um what was the other there was three then there would have been Christian Slater. Oh, oh, and he had a blue. Yeah. It's kind of like a blue. Oh, owl. Because there's owls. You never saw his belt buckle, but there's two like <laughs> owls or an owl on that belt buckle. But uh, but Christian Slater is also a huge Elvis fan. Right. I mean, yeah. he played the character in uh, True Romance. There was a big right. Elvis guy. Yeah. And I actually, I did uh, toot my own. I met him <laughs> as I did a live read, a stage reading of that uh, movie. Oh, did you play um, the mentor? I played, yeah. And, <laughs> nice. Uh, and Which only because I was, well, I was in the lobby singing, and the director, who is famous, came in. He was like, hey, will you do that part? Mm -hmm. so, so I wasn't supposed to even read it. Kevin Pollard. You were just there. <laughs> yeah, I was there to yeah. get to entertain in the lobby, and it just worked beautifully because, they, you know, they are just sitting on stage, and, you know, I walk out, and the audience is like, oh, oh, it's for me. <laughs> it's like, um, but, I was so start. I met Christian Slater, uh, John Favreau, Kevin Pollack. You know, it's funny. It's two guys in that movie. I had right, I had yeah. Met. Um, and actually, Kevin Pollack like wanted a selfie with me, and that's kind of the glory <laughs> of what I do. Is it's so like the, the power of Elvis is that you know I've had celebrities, you know, big stars, and like, hey, can I get a picture with you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're totally inverting the <laughs> exactly. It's so funny. Oh. Yeah, that's um, but I think I think that's that's it. Is that like I just wanted more Elvis in this movie. Yeah, if there's if there's any one thing like you call a movie three thousand miles to Graceland. Yeah, <laughs> all the promotional material is very Elvis centric, and then there's a little bit of Elvis at, at the top, right. and you know clearly you know Kevin Costner and uh, Kurt Russell's characters are big Elvis fans. Sure, but then it's just sort of a run in the run of the mill like chase heist movie thing. Yes, and yes. we got, we did a whole month of those way yeah. back when, and this <laughs> this this would have been one of the worst ones. Well, and so. also, right. I, I think they paid for what one Elvis song in the whole movie. Most of the soundtrack is like a Such late nineties, early two thousands. Just right. you know, it's like, all that like everything that every crappy movie had. All the like sneaker pimp synth pop yeah. you know, that. <laughs> Well, because they're expensive. Elvis songs are expensive. Oh, well, I'm sure yeah. they are. But <laughs> I think you, you'll also find it. They can You can use Amazing Grace because they don't own the publishing. Right. Yeah. I, I've actually ghost sang that as Elvis only because it was the only thing they could 
afford. Right. I <laughs> <laughs> can't afford actual Elvis. So we'll get Brooke. <laughs> we can't afford actual Elvis right to a song. So we'll use amazing. But I do right. feel like too, like having because Kurt Russell can obviously do the singing. I, I think that would probably yeah. save them some money if he recorded I think you it. You could. You yeah. could. Right. Yeah. Why? I, 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 otherwise, you know, they shut down the whole tribute thing and, you know, they try every once in a while, but I think you can get away with performing it with yeah. a band. Yeah, that would have, that's such a missed, you know, even why not have, you know, Arquette do a bit, you know, a right. little bit of uh, Slater. I bet you they'd have loved it too. Well, actually, the actors would have had a ton of fun. For they sure. would have loved it and the audience would have loved it too. When I, I think there's like, to me, if, you know, I got to do a pass on this movie, I feel like, again, you, you have way more in the convention with the Elvis stuff, but then, yeah, you can have fun with like one of the guys maybe doesn't like Elvis and he's just doing the heist. But then when they're looking for them, that guy has to be the one to then do something as Elvis, right. you know, on stage, right? Yeah. <laughs> or, or, you know, they actually like have to perform again. Jeez, sorry. <laughs> But yeah, no, something like that, I just, I don't know, like, and they could have, the money that they spent on the shootouts and the squibs and all of that, I think would have been better served on Elvis, on another Elvis song or three, you know, just. Oh, totally. Well, and I, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing too, and it was interesting, I was reading about this movie that apparently Kurt Russell and Kevin Costner both, like, oversaw their own cuts of the movie, and the Kevin Costner version was much more of the action stuff and the Kurt Russell thing was much more of the comedy and the, the love story. And I, but I think that that speaks to the issue, which is, I think there are two competing movies, the more fun love story one, and then the violent one. And I, I think for 3000 miles to Graceland with all the Elvis stuff, I think we all agree that like we wanted the fun version of this. I I agree without, you know, I, I, We've seen that action movie. We haven't seen an Elvis themed good, you know, and, and that's kind of also, you know, the, the good naturedness of the Elvis movies as bad as some of them are. They're not violent. They're not. You know what I mean? I think yeah. they could have made a great movie touching some of the violence, but with a lot more Elvis and with the love that love story. And, you know. Well, just, yeah. Made it more about maybe the contest. Kurt Russell has to win Courtney Cox's love. Or, you know, it may be a robbery in there too, be, for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> for, yeah. for like a, a Robin Hood type of robbing, you know? Right. Well, so that's the can, thing is that, like, the Elvis, all the Elvis movies, good, bad, and different, have a strong sense of fun to them. Yes. Yeah. Like, they're, they're all people that, like, it's like, it's lighthearted, it's fun, you know, it's, it, they're, Made for the whole family. You know, it's not really anything objectionable that people can enjoy. And you could still make this in our movie. Like, that isn't where it needs to be. But, but like, it really seemed like the director's like, what if they did a heist in Elvis costumes? And then that's the end of the thought that he put into it. It's like that got it sold. And then it was like, okay, now we have to write the script. I guess just generic late 90s heist movie. (laughs) Yeah. Or, and, 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 uh, you know, it keeps you know, and I hate to mention, I see, it just seems like it keeps trying to be Tarantino without. Oh yeah, the, 
the no. banter without the, the attention to the little details, you know, like, and I kept on, you know, wanting it to be true romance, you know, that I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, but I mean, to, to talk about a silver lining, if I can start, I, I think Courtney Cox to me, uh, was kind of bubbly and, uh, she kind of pushed, this movie up a little bit in my opinion. Oh, no, I know? think the, the <laughs> instincts of, of having her were exactly right in that. Yeah. And I like, uh, and again, because watching a fair amount of Elvis movies recently and, you know, one that we didn't watch for the podcast, but that I watched on my own is like Viva Las Vegas. And you yeah. think about like, Anne Margaret, uh, oh. keeping her own, like where you want someone that if Kurt Russell's going to be our protagonist Elvis character, then like that she can kind of put him on his heels and outmaneuver him. And yeah. that stuff was fun. And I wanted yeah. more of that. Right. Cause that was, a, that was sort of a, a through line in a lot of the Elvis movies is there is always like the woman that challenges him and kind of puts him in his mm -hmm. place and, and tames the womanizing Elvis character right. that he played <laughs> in pretty much everything. Um, and I think she's great casting for it. Like she is fun. I don't, know that the movie always used her well, but I, I really liked her in it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, she she tries and she's I think she's in her just prime, just bubbly, you know, just kind of try. You know, she's like, yeah, her, I can't think of a female Hercules, you know, but <laughs> trying to carry the Athena. Come on, Athena, there we go. Like, come on, like, I want this movie to be a little more than just. No, but she's writing, she's trying. Yeah. 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 But the writing, you know, they put her right in, you know, and I, you could telegraph right in bed with it. You know, I don't sleep. She says it right away. Oh, yeah. The smash you cut know, right to, yeah, <laughs> to the bed board, you know. Yeah. Uh, and But that was the thing, too. When she stole the money, I was like, OK, we're getting back on track. Like, I like this, that she's one step ahead of him. She The birthday thing was great. Right. The, she pretends it's his birthday and she sneaks out and she's going to cash in the money. All of those instincts were right. And I think that was, again, the movie that would have been a much better version of this. Yeah. What, what was confusing, though? Did she just leave her kid? Uh, right. I did that, wonder about that. that. I did want to bring that up. Yes. That was like, like <laughs> OK, it, it's, good. <laughs> it's well established that she, you know, really loves her kid and is really you know living her life for her son. And then just pieces out on him at the diner with no I'll plan to get him back. Nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> no plan like, to reobtain like, him. But it's like she kind of is like, oh, yeah, you know what to do. And it's like that didn't seem like the plan. It didn't seem like, like you knew what to I do. Fall asleep. <laughs> no, like, I think it's it where then the kid like goes out the back door and she's right. well, we're driving by in the car. He hops in. Him up, yeah. Yeah. But no, it's like, oh, well. No, he just stares at a waitress's boobs too long, and then she's just like, "All right, I'm out." I, I was fine with the robbery and the murder, but Fletcher's yeah. yeah. behavior oh. from an Elvis guy, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like this movie. This movie did want to be true romance, and and did want to be like it didn't even want to be the Tarantino actual Tarantino movies. It wanted to be the movies that like people ripped off tarantino yes. to make. yeah right it was like a ripoff of a ripoff kind yeah. of kind of and in a lot of ways such huge stars i guess huge was, stars was yeah. costner like i guess this was the beginning of his because you know he kind of was was this post water world okay <laughs> yeah, so yeah. yeah but he was still i mean he was, he was still a big star a bankable name he was right. still someone there was still enough people 
he was within 10 years of having one people magazine sexiest man alive (laughs) that that there were still you know people that would go see a movie because kevin costner was in it ditto kurt russell sure Um, you know uh david arquette was uh a few years after winning the WCW championship, so he's still <laughs> riding high. This also like scream for him and Courtney Cox too. This is like the scream era, you know. Right. Like, yeah. Oh man, I forgot that they were. Together. They were married when this That's movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and the, well, and they totally wasted. I mean, not that Arquette's a powerhouse of an actor, but he was kind of a little bit of a comic relief. And and the two lines he did have, I laughed out loud. I can't remember what they were, but he had two lines, you know, very early on. Uh, well, and, and then, well, you know, but he was just, okay, we're going to kill him. <laughs> but he seemed like a good friend. And Slater was totally wasted. <laughs> I mean, Slater you know? gets the one scene that I that we played True. the clip of at the beginning that I did right. like that where Me he's kind of going toe to toe. That was a good scene. Yeah. Um, and, and that was the closest they got to like uh, a Tarantino ripoff. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, Probably Slater was like, well, you got to write me something. <laughs> or he wrote it. He pitched right, yeah. it. He called up Quentin. He's like, take take 30 seconds and do a pass on this. Yeah, come on. Uh, like, I, um, but I, I think this is kind of both a silver lining and unfortunate, but we're kind of touching on is the the cast itself. I mean, we're talking about the main people, but this cast is stacked. And you kind of mentioned before Kevin Pollack, you know, who's yeah, who's in this great. movie completely <laughs> wasted, you know, him and Thomas Hayden Church, who I love both of them as the cops don't really have anything to do. Right. And, it, and you could tell Kevin Pollack. His funniest lines he had lit. I can't remember that, but you know, just like he. Oh yeah, no, those weren't on the page. Yeah, those yeah. were just him. His <laughs> hilarious self. Well, yeah, and I mean, Bokeem Woodbine is one of my favorite actors. And Absolutely, he's criminally he wasted. And, and yeah. he does nothing like, in this movie except get murdered and yeah. thrown out of the helicopter. I know, exactly. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. Just like, oh well. Whoop. Yeah, I know. And he gets it. I got very little at the beginning to to work with and. And the ugliest jumpsuit, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. And yeah, they like, did him dirty, for sure. <laughs> oh. And, and just, like, the idea of, like, him, you know, like, trying to fit into this Elvis convention, when I'm sure there are not a lot of African-American Elvis in person. And there's some, I'm sure, and that's part uh, of the gimmick, but... <laughs> there was the roller skate guy. Well, I think there's one, one, uh, one that I've seen, uh, Robert Washington, and he's 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 got to be... Push it, getting close to 70 years old but he kind of <laughs> was the pioneer Love and, it. and yeah. if you google him he's actually phenomenal <laughs> like awesome. he sounds amazing and his hair is you know it's just great uh he's still in great shape he'll still he's on the east coast but occasionally he'll come out and it's just kind of cool that he you know because it's not I imagine it was way worse because it started at you know, impersonating Elvis in the South, you know, so it was would have been difficult for Robert right. Washington. You know, yeah. the beginning. So he's like a kind of a hero. Yeah. No, that's a, I mean, now I want to see that movie. Like, for yeah, sure. I, know, I think. Exactly. This is, yeah. 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 I want to see the Robert Washington <laughs> biopic starring Bokeem oh, Woodbine. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually brilliant, huh? <laughs> Which again is like the kind of things they needed you or someone in the world on the set because then like to have that kind of dialogue for Bokeem Woodbine to bring up of you know have Christian Slater or David Arquette kind of question 
you know, there's no black Elvis impersonator, and then have him right, go, well, yeah, actually, yeah, you know. Yeah, what about Robert Washington? You know, they, <laughs> yeah. They probably could have hired, you know, God, it, they'd have just had to fly Robert out. Yeah, then you have was, this, you know, they kind of see each other. Have, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, he sees Robert, like, in the right. in the casino, and they kind of make eye contact or something. Yeah, there, yeah there's a whatever. lot of potential for that kind of fun. Certainly. How, yeah, no, uh, it's, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, too, I mean, you're making me wonder, too, like, how how close is the community like how much like how well do you know the other elvis impersonators well i mean pretty i used to do a lot more contests and i knew a lot of them pretty well and i knew i know the local guys and a few guys have gone on to vegas locally so i i i, I mean it's not that big so you do know the guys that i consider let's just say the working guys who make a living and, and thankfully don't have to dig ditches like me. Uh, <laughs> so, and then there's guys, the weekend warriors, you know, who do the parties and such, who don't have a band or stuff. But yeah, I think most people know, and you know, we know the fans, the local fans, because there's like, a, they're a tight knit community of, and they're always like these, infighting and the fan one fan club dies and they well we're gonna start this one and we're gonna start something <laughs> it's a cool little strange world uh but yeah i i guess a long answer is yes i know more. yeah <laughs> <laughs> at, at least by name if not person yeah and that's they could have asked any one of you to be a technical advisor on this movie and it doesn't oh. feel like they did <laughs> oh and, and they had guys at, at, in the movie movie in yeah contests you know who were uh elvis in person who had you know gigs they all had shows at the time on the strip or somewhere it, you know they probably i think what they did was they went to elvis Rama, <laughs> which i don't know i think it probably still existed which was a 24 hour uh sounds like purgatory or hell for <laughs> this is where you gotta work for 24 hours a day where they just cycle but, they just yeah, cycle guess, through elvis's yeah. like cycle up. elvis is doing shows and well, elvis, elvis punches out, out. Let's yeah. Get, yeah. One in. <laughs> get up I, I am just picturing elvis like a time clock where like the one elvis passes punches the other in. one as one punches <laughs> out and one you, punches you in. Him, then you get, <laughs> you know, yeah like a uh, wrestling tag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just a break room with a bunch of Elvises on break. They probably were, because I did recognize a few. Just of those a, like things. a long bench, like the NBA yeah, of, like, of Elvises. Right, <laughs> they got the towel on and they whip the towel around the next guy's neck right. and go on. Go. And... There's like the one guy. If it's a tough crowd, he's like a buffer, like you know, right, tougher Elvis like, he can handle. <laughs> right. Like, you, gotta, oh, you gotta calm him down. <laughs> it's the 3 a.m. drunk crowd. Let's get Billy in here. Now. <laughs> he's the big, he's the steroid Elvis. So he's aren't afraid. I mean, are afraid. Did yeah. you recognize uh, the the guy? There was like I felt like there was one that was featured more than anyone else. That he it was like every time they cut to the stage, he was doing the stage show. And, I, and like the red. Yeah. I, I think that's a guy named a friend of mine named Tim Welch. <laughs> uh, and he's still doing it, and he's, he's oh God, he's got to be sixty uh, some. And but I mean, he is—he's in amazing shape. Well, that's uh, what I was gonna did, say. He was really good in the movie. Like whoever yeah, that guy is, I thought he did a he great had job. His own show on the strip, uh, and they used guys like that. So uh, 
I think he's in Thailand or Asia. His Elvis is still huge over there. So <laughs> a lot of guys leave Vegas and they go to Asia. <laughs> is it like, like baseball players? <laughs> is it not as big in Vegas anymore? Like, because I I still tend to think, and I think maybe we all do, of like Vegas as you know, you could get married by Elvis, and there's Elvis is Certainly. everywhere. Um. Oh yeah, there's certainly, but I think there's a lot of guys there. So there's a few, say, maybe there's the guys who work the chapel, and I think one guy owns the Elvis Wedding Chapel, and then four guys work there, and there are probably two Elvis Wedding businesses, and then maybe two shows on the strip, uh, and then everyone else kind of does the parties or or gets pictures on the strip. So uh, there's too many Elvises. It's oversaturated there are, there, in Vegas. There are. Yeah. They, and luckily, I hope they stay there. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one silver lining that I want to talk about, and this uh, made me smile from the from the beginning, is in the very first scene when uh, Elvis meets the kid. When uh, mm-hmm. uh, yes, Carlos I know yeah. kid, and. Uh, the kid kicks him in the shin. Yes. And that's the first thing that happens. And after he gives him f- like, you know, five bucks, which is also how Kurt Russell got his start in the movie business. Yeah. yeah. Was kicking Elvis in the so shin. That, and it happened at right. the World's Fair, which we also watched for the podcast. Uh, yeah. Yes. Ago. Nice. Um, and just what a like they did their homework for that. And it just made me upset how little homework they did to do stuff like that throughout the whole movie. Well, it was interesting. That was such a great moment. Yeah, it was, it was great to see that. Yeah. I loved it too. And, uh, and I think they even shot it the same, like the kid was on the same side and he was on, right, like they yeah, mirrored the similar. shot. They yeah. tried to match it. And yeah, that, that could have been, cause I know in the Baz Luhrmann film, he tried to do that with so many photos. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that would have been crazy to do just sneak in a bunch of well, uh, more of those type of cameo or whatever you might call. Well, there is one. Homages, I did catch. Yeah. There's one other reference to it, which is when Kurt Russell was in the elevator and the woman asked him to sign the album. It was the album for it happened at the World's Fair. So, yeah. I yeah. They actually had a second. <laughs> yeah. I caught nice. that. That Yeah. He actually signs the, nice. uh, the it happened. Nah. So there's, uh, yeah, there's those two, which are really nice references. And I agree. Like I would have loved more of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing well, is like, just drop Elvis references in the heist in the, again, like they're trying to escape. They escape by helicopter. We, you know, it happened to the world's fair has like a lot of stuff with planes, you know, like have them right. fly in a plane, you know, that's similar. Well, and even just have them just drop titles of Elvis movies. They're like, it's like, oh man, I'm all shook up. And, oh yeah, you know, some just just little <laughs> little peppers, like little exactly. little dips like that, like oh. that. Just were just missed opportunities. Yeah. Uh, well, even what's the right. code? The the code to John Lovitz, you know, could have been cleanliness. Yeah, it could have been you know taking care of business. Right. Or, uh, yeah. Right, like because uh, Kurt Russell had the TCB with you know, the lightning bolt it, necklace. Yeah. Well, yeah. But there should have been more of that, you know, like. Oh, you're yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James is holding that, up yeah, the necklace. That exact necklace. Yeah. yeah. That is great. Yeah. <laughs> the TCB lightning bolt necklace. Right. I don't. I don't. I only wear. I wore it for you guys. Because, uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, but yeah, like that. But there could have been 
more stuff. And it, I it, like it would have been funny to me if one of them was doing young Elvis when kind of the standard Elvis impersonators yeah. were like the old Elvis is sort of the the, there is that. the Vegas Elvis is sort of like yeah. the norm for impersonators. But to have like sure. maybe David Arquette is doing young Elvis where he has the nice totally jacket, and, you know, <laughs> and did that route like exactly. that could have been fun. But yeah, this movie is just I mean, just a bunch of missed opportunities to do a really fun heist movie in the out like and dig into the Elvis world would have been so much better and, and so I much think, more fun. And that's what makes, I think, for me, when you, when a movie is not good, is because of it could have been, you know. Yeah. It's like there's genuinely terrible movies, not because of what they could have been. It's like, oh, they had this great idea. They've got the great stars, uh, everything coming around. and But, you know, they could have, oh, you know. And, and we are geniuses, but not every genius is seeing <laughs> – you know, and people are coming. Yeah, why didn't they do that? Why didn't they? Oh, yeah, why didn't they? You know, it's not rocket science to to filter in some more. Yeah, uh, what's well, just? It, it seems like that's what when you say three thousand miles to Graceland, and you show us five guys dressed as Elvis. I think again, well, that's why we picked it for this show. Is like we're doing an Elvis month. We we right. want Elvis. We want as as much Elvis as you can fit into that movie. And no one made it to Graceland. Yeah, they never like. Yeah, why? Why is someone not trying to get to Graceland? Yeah, yeah, and that you know that was uh, that was weird to me too. And I think God, that would disappoint. I think when it first came out, I was what I was like, you know, they need. I thought it was going to be a movie about them needing to get to grace you know what i mean you would think yeah <laughs> feels yeah, like yeah like even when they're on the road the fact that that's not where they're headed if that was like kurt right. russell's plan for some reason was ultimately to get to maybe he's gonna buy graceland i don't know or, or, like, right. <laughs> or if it's just as simple as the guy that can like launder the money is in graceland in yeah yeah why not yeah like there's no reason for that not to be what happened right uh, you know, John, because I'm sure John Lovitz would have gone to Graceland. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they just shot it in L.A. anyway. Right? <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. I will say on the Silver Linings front that credits sequence with Kurt Russell was what, what I wanted so much more, more of the movie to be. Yeah, yeah. I loved yeah. every because that was it. That's what I'd been waiting for was to see Kurt Russell go full Elvis. And yeah, I was yes. glad they did it during the credits. And I kind I kind of wish Costner did too, but they kind of it, I don't know whose idea. You know what I mean? Because he's playing with the gun. He's like being cooler. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instead of doing I the impression. He tried that too. You know, we but, see all of them. Even Courtney Cox put on a right. jumpsuit. Let her do. Or yeah. have her do like the end Margaret. You right. know? Yeah. Oh yeah. She'd have been <laughs> perfect for that. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of, you know, there's a lot of stuff they could have done. Uh, but right. that, but, but like, that, but that was scene, great. I yeah. had the sense that. of fun that the rest yeah. of the movie needed. Yeah. And it, it's, it, I mean, seeing Kurt Russell be Elvis will always be a silver lining for me. Like when he actually goes do. full Elvis, <laughs> he's right. good at, he's really good at it. He is. He did yeah. one of the best movies. Yeah. The 79, um, John Carpenter you know. Elvis. Movie. Yeah. yeah. Which I was actually trying to find. I I got in the mood to watch it and it, it doesn't seem like it exists. Oh, anyway. did find it, uh, yeah. Cause I think it was a TV good. movie. It was. Yeah. You're was, right. Yeah. You're right. Someone um, has it. Some. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, James, it's, if you have a line on it, you let me know. Like, if you... <laughs> I will. I will. but yeah, no. And then silver lining, like I said, Courtney Cox and also she was really good. Yeah. And, and I like her look also harkens back to, she could have been, you know, if she was a star in the sixties, she could have been in. Yes. 
movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and probably played very well off of, you know what I mean? She's got that sass. Yes. You know, would have been a great star with El- the real Elvis in an Elvis movie. I think. Yes. Yeah. And I agree. I agree 100%. Um, the kid was good, too. He was the good. Kid, yeah. The kid was good, you know, despite being written, you know, to, you know, kind of cliche annoying. But yeah, the kid, it, I, I tried to wonder if he like became somebody because he does have a very, you know, his eyes kind of Elijah Wood-esque look, looking eyes, but not, you know, he wasn't. Uh, uh, I forget the kid's name, though. Um, I looked it up. But, but yeah, I don't anyway, think he went on to have much of a big good, career. Yeah. He did not become the next Kurt Russell, unfortunately. Right. <laughs> after yet, yes, yes. yes. there's still time. Fifteen years, yeah. So. There's still right. time. He's got to be thirty. Oh, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, um, I think we did it, though. I think we did it. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone through this film. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think we we found legit silver linings, and I mean. Sure. Uh, it, honestly, the silver lining for me is like I've really loved talking uh, Elvis impersonators with you. This is a, such a great right world, <laughs> and uh, no, I thank you for sharing everything. Like it's oh, cool my to, pleasure. to hear. So much for having me. It was fun to. It is always fun to give a little insight into that world. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, so, oh, go go ahead. No, and I think that would be you know if you could make a documentary without you know the fine line is you don't want to make fun of it. Because, right, but also there is a very much, you know, like state fair has this. I don't want to make fun of, but like you know, to say like impoverished America, you know, lower right. class, um, you know that Elvis appeals to. Right. The you know? yeah yeah like his fans are more the like rural. I know what you like, mean. Well, yeah yeah, and I, but but you know, and I'd like to show that show the good naturedness of it, but also there's like this whole backstabbing. You know, because <laughs> people will get behind like one guy. You know, and like no other person is good, you know, except for their guy that they it's like you know, their impersonator. The yeah, <laughs> so and that's how contests become. So they have these audiences that are kind of like fractured behind, you know the top guys that they love how do the content is it applause based is it a score is there it's, science to it or is it just gut reaction cheering most most of them have judges that have some connection to either rock and roll like a dj or a connection to elvis most of the, the famous ones that are sanctioned by elvis presley and enterprises are judged by people who knew him. Uh, but <laughs> that said, <laughs> most of them are put on by legends in concert. And really, I think it's almost never been won by a non legends in concert employee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I'm make this documentary. You're in LA. You got to figure out how to give That's us right. the, the LA Elvis. Oh, I uh, like, yeah, yeah, that would be something too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, there's well, a I, for it. I think there, is, I mean, for example, like celebrities, you think, Oh, those would be the prime. I'm going to take these off. Would be the prime. <laughs> Uh, gigs, you know, but often, you know, you're hired by some producer and they think that just because you're working at a celebrity's party, that's payment enough. Oh, you know, being, yeah. being 
oh, we're deigning to have exposure. You right. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's great and all, but you know, often you can't say you were there because they don't want yeah. that party. Or, you know, it's like they, they'll pay you what and, and leave you no tip and I'll go to some backyard party. And, you know, you can obviously, you know, the working class people and they've all took up a collection to give me a tip of like 200 bucks. But they all put in everyone at the party, put in 20 bucks because they, you know, they loved it and respect it. You know, yeah. so it's so funny that and, you know, it's sometimes I've had celebrities. Yeah. hand me, you know, not that it's all about the money, but but. No, but I know what you mean. Assume, yeah, you're you know, yeah, you're doing a job. Your job. This is right. your, how you make a living. Exactly. Yeah. And and you'd assume people in the entertainment business once had to, you know, weren't making millions of dollars. It's like, oh yeah, this guy's drove here and his, he unloaded his own speakers. Hmm. I wonder if he could use a big tip and I have this <laughs> sack of money in my right, back. exactly. <laughs> Just reach into my walking around money and peel oh, yeah. off like a few hundred. A thousand, a thousand, thousand bucks is like a nickel to me. This yeah, guy, yeah. But they, 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 sometimes they. Well, is there, again, because we are silver linings, is there someone, one, that you can mention, I don't know, and two, like that, it was like a great celebrity experience. Like, oh, was bunch there? A bunch of, yeah. them, you know, uh, uh, John Stamos. Uh, nice. I bet well, he would really well, he's a musician too, guy. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and actually, a huge Elvis guy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so he understands it. And, and he came from a humble beginning. So he, he understands uh, why he's famous you know he doesn't mm. think well i'm you know, and you yeah. would think he's be full of himself he has uh, every right to be like oh i'm john right. stamos but that's probably <laughs> also know. why he's not right oh, i'm john stamos yeah and he's so pretty like I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I imagine that's how it was looking at elvis you know you're yeah. like yeah a dude but you're like god i feel weird yeah, no, I mean, we spent a good looking dude. Man. Yeah, we spent a month watching it. his movies from the 60s, yeah. and it's like, yeah, exactly. no, I see it. I get it. Yeah. yeah, right? Totally. Um, the, the, I don't know. Judy Greer, who's amazing. Oh, fantastic. Greer. Yeah. yeah, of course. Big fans. She, she hired me. Her, her husband's a huge Elvis fan. He produces Bill Maher. Um, super, super nice, nice lady. Um, the 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 guy Justin from This Is Us, super super nice nice guy. Oh nice. Uh, Kevin Pollock was very nice. Well, he yeah. wanted a picture uh, with you. Like <laughs> Slater was super nice, and I didn't know if he would have, you know, because I've heard. Yeah, it's off a vibe. But, right. I, yeah. but like, like there's like, but I think it's because he always kind of plays cocky jerk characters. Yeah, that's his type. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh, I can't really think of anybody who's an actual jerk, but uh Yeah, we it was the <laughs> Yeah, we don't we don't yeah. need to, you know. Yeah. We don't know about the good yeah. But no, I yeah. do want to mention those people because yeah. a lot of times um just the, Justin, I can't remember his last the guy from This Is Us. Uh, you know, he gave me a huge hug and it was like, you know, I, I know what you're doing, you know, I appreciate it so much, you know, it's just it's so, so great. And I was like, you know, you know, it's just cool that somebody you think in a high tier, you know, he didn't forget where he came from. Well, how if someone is listening to this and they are, I guess I would guess in and around L.A. probably. But uh, if someone wanted to hire you, how how would they go about that? Uh, you could go to my website, kingcrook.com, K-I-N-G, 
jkruk.com <laughs> <laughs> or my uh, Instagram, James Crook as not Elvis. <laughs> the easily remember. <laughs> and does the Instagram do other videos? Can people watch you? Oh, it, yeah. all of if you, yeah, tons, tons of videos from all over. Uh, most of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> There, hey, that what a ringing endorsement yeah. to, to wrap right. up for this. <laughs> right. um, well, no, but thank you so much for doing this. Like, it really has been delightful. No, it's been super talking fun. To you. All been, right, yeah. thanks uh, for having and me. And we're sorry we made you watch three thousand miles. Yeah, please, please, right. please forgive right. us. And right. <laughs> I, I also feel corny doing this, but I would also hate myself if I didn't. Would you be willing to give us some kind of Elvis uh, sign off to end the show? Oh, no problem. Let me tell you this. Uh, <clears throat> this morning I woke up and my voice was a little dry and it felt like Bob Dylan fell asleep in my mouth. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Silver Linings Playback is a production of HoboTrashCan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on Apple Podcasts. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. We have to ask. It's a podcast where we answer the question, are you going to eat that? What will you leave behind? Why get out of bed? Will you be our neighbor? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. We're two hosts. Infinite Universes. We, we have, have to ask. ask. New interviews every Tuesday. Find us on iTunes or online at wehavetoask.com or with the other great podcasts on the Peak Sloth Network at peaksloth.com. Peak Sloth.